The mid-January incident at a Jewish synagogue in Coffeyville, Texas, was one of the more highly visible hate crime incidents taking place in America. Although initially reported as a hate incident, it's been revised to domestic terrorism as the hostage taker was seeking to exchange them for the release of a prisoner from the Middle East being held in a federal prison in Texas. Greetings again, Amanda Morgan. No matter the classification, over 7,700 hate crimes were reported in America in 2022, with 283 of them occurring here in Colorado. It's been an uptrend since 2017 and the highest number ever reported. Last spring, we focused upon the surge in hate crimes targeting the Asian community indirectly stimulated by the coronavirus. However, we must note that persons identifying as African-American, LGBTQ, or Latino are targeted the most. The virtual community meeting responding to anti-Semitism and interfaith call to action was recently sponsored at Temple Emanuel in Denver following the incident in Coffeyville, Texas. Representatives from various community segments participated, including rabbis, State Attorney General Phil Weiser, Denver Police Chief Paul Paulson, and the Executive Director of the Mountain State's Anti-Defamation League, Mr. Scott Levin, who also shares time and insights with us for this edition. Well, we have had a tremendous increase of hate crimes. Um, Some of it is localized to certain communities. For instance, the terrible increase that took place to the AAPI, the Asian American Pacific Islander community, uh, in response to the COVID vaccine. Uh, They were very much targeted, and that was really terrible. We've unfortunately had consistent um, crimes against people of color, especially African-Americans. And then to the Jewish population, we've uh, unfortunately been the target of so much of hate crimes. And I think that what we're seeing is there was sort of this hope that with changes in the administration and with a different way that people talk to each other, the fact that we don't have tweets coming out every day, that things would be getting better. But the reality is, is I think that people have been emboldened. Uh, not just during the Trump administration, but for perhaps the past decade or more. Uh, They become emboldened to really live in their own little tribes and to really see that that any kind of advantage or good thing to another tribe is somehow going to take it away from me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That and you you throw in a a little bit of social media and uh, people only paying attention to news feeds that more or less confirm their beliefs, and it just makes people that much more rigid in, in their thought, and they've been emboldened to act out on it, and that's where the hate crimes occur. When we uh, talk about hate crimes, we know that, that you know the total reporting of hate crimes is up, but also racist incidents are also higher. What's the difference between the two? Aren't they one and the same? No, thank you. Uh, for it to be a crime, it has to actually violate a statute. For instance, in Colorado, we have the biased motivated uh, crime statute, which is just another way of saying hate crimes. But if you are motivated in the conduct of your crime, your assault, your vandalism, or worse, that's going on, if you're motivated to do it because of a person's race, ethnicity, religion, sexual orientation, identity, and all of these protected classes, that can be a crime. 
But I think that you've tapped into something that is almost more important, and that is uh, hate incidents. If somebody is standing in line behind you at Starbucks yeah. and calls you the N-word or says some derogatory uh, comment about Jews to me, that's not a crime. I mean, if they harass us it could, or, or they assault us, it certainly could be. But if they just are muttering under their breath, it's not just directly calling us names. Uh-huh. That's not a that, that's not a crime in America. People um, have the right to be able to think and speak the way that they do. But it certainly affects you and me and it affects our communities. And that's the reasons why hate incidents can be almost as important as hate crimes that are going on. And at the Anti-Defamation League, where I work, the ADL, we keep track of those kind of incidents that are going on. People contact us not just because of anti-Semitism, but also because of racist and other discriminatory and hateful things people say. And last year, our office in Denver, Colorado, had 350 contacts to us. And um, that is about twice what it was the year before. And I will tell you that as of our talking today, since the beginning of the year, we've been receiving what would turn out to be an average of one contact a day. Right. So we're it's it's not slowing down. Picking up on what you were saying, that if somebody were to call me the N-word or you the something, too, uh, that a lot of that is, is free speech. But if they are in that line and they keep repeating it over and over again, like badgering, doesn't that start to cross a line someplace where people are using yeah. it to intimidate you? Yes, um, certainly to the extent that it's harassing you, that that yeah. can be a a crime. And look, I think. The reality of the situation is, is when those types of things happen and worse, if it's safe to do so, then I think, you know, you need to respond to somebody that that's not acceptable conduct or words that they're using. But more importantly, I think what we need today is a change in the culture. I don't think that when you're targeted or I'm targeted for something, it's not always up to us to be able to stand up for what we're doing. What we count on is, is that the people around us will be allies and will stand up and, and speak out for us. And um, there are so many great heartwarming stories that you see that are out there that when um, people are intimidated in that way because of their race, religion, their sexual orientation or identity, those types of things, that it's often the people that uh, the other people that are in the Starbucks or in the restaurant or wherever it may be that stand up. Yeah, uh, and and our support, and that I think is what really makes the big difference. That would make one heck of a difference. You're right about that. Also, anti-Semitic hate is up, and yeah, I I could see some uh, people being really upset with the uh, with the Black Lives Matter demonstrations to be saying things about us African Americans, but. How come anti-Semitic hate is going on as well, is going on at a higher level as well? I think part of it is is that um, Jews have been the historical other. Yeah. What I mean by that is is that, um, you know, from, from the beginning of the Jewish religion and culture, uh-huh. they've been in a minority situation and have often really been there at the goodwill of whoever is in the majority. Yeah. And so that that has being in that other position has then made them a target when 
like today, you know, there's some question, how's our economy working out? You know, not, not the same for everybody. Yeah. Um, we've had political unrest. Uh, right now we're thinking about uh, what's, what might be happening militarily with the Ukraine, all these kinds of uh, things that are going on. And oftentimes people are looking for the other to blame. We certainly saw that as it occurred, um, you know, uh, with the Holocaust Sure. Um, and the focus that was done uh, by the Nazis on, on the Jews, you have that. And then there's there's also been religious anti-Semitism that's taken place, um, of course, because in some of the early Christian teachings in the blaming of Jews for deicide or the killing mm-hmm. of Christ, um, that, that can be a pretty strong motivator. Thank goodness it, in Vatican II, that the Pope and Nostra Aetate at that time yeah. determined that Jews were not collectively responsible for all history for what might have happened. And yeah. that helped a lot, but not everybody's got that message. And yeah. so you have that. And then there are also just these what we call tropes or canards that have existed uh-huh. for such a long time about Jews and control and money and media and banks and this and that, none of which really are true when you really uncover and examine them. And all of this leads me to the conclusion that that really anti-Semitism is nothing more than a conspiracy built yeah. on big lies yeah. that are out there. And um, it's unfortunate. And in a country like ours, where we really do value the ability for different religions, different races, different ethnicities to be able to come together and everybody to have the same rights. You know, the United States is, it's amazing what the first amendment really represents and does for minority beliefs and religions. And as such, um, it's really disappointing when things don't turn out as they should, as, as for instance, happened just recently down in Colleyville, Texas. Now, Colleyville, Texas, now that's another one where, uh, in one case, I guess the FBI would record that as a hate crime, but he was trying to do a hostages for prisoner swap, which seems to be more of a political action than a hate crime that we see here with harassment, threats, and vandalism, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Actually, the FBI now, very shortly after they opened the investigation, uh-huh. turned it into a domestic terrorism investigation that's going on. Okay. Let, let's make no mistake about this. While this person was trying to get the release of this uh, terrorist, convicted uh, connect, terrorist who had connections to al-Qaeda, while that was what he went in to try and get leverage to get her release. Mm-hmm. He didn't go to a public library. He didn't go to a 7-Eleven. He didn't even go to a church. He selected a synagogue to go to. Yeah. And he went there because, and he expressed himself, his animosity or hatred towards Jews. But he also went there talking about you know, some of these anti-Semitic conspiracies and stuff. He went there under this belief that if he could just talk you know, to the head Jew, to the head rabbi, that 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 person would be able to put leverage on the American government and get the release okay. of this person. I mean, it's, okay. it's it's not 
it, yeah, it, it's just a fantasy. Yeah, I, going on. I know rabbis have a little bit of influence in the community, but whoa, <laughs> he took that yeah, to no, a whole nother level. There is no um, Pope of the Jews in the same way. <laughs> there is no one that can uh, really do that. And there's also nobody has that kind of influence. And, you know, this person who he was seeking the freedom of, she has become quite a cause celeb amongst um, some groups that are out there. But this Mm -hmm. is somebody who was convicted of, you know, she'd been arrested in Afghanistan and it was reported that when she was being turned over to the Americans, she grabbed a weapon and fired at the Americans and she ended up getting shot. Um, And she had all kinds of connections according to the FBI and and other intelligence outfits, into Al-Qaeda. Her husband was the uh, nephew of KSM, the the plotter of uh, 9-11. So um, not not a good person. During her trial, by the way, um, when she she asked the court to do a DNA test on all the jury pool to make sure nobody with any Jewish blood was uh, on on the jury. I mean... That's the depth of animosity and ignorance of these people. But in Colleyville, if you go into the middle of a worship service, you yeah. you invade the sanctity of of that that's going on, and you put a gun to the head of these people that are there. That that's anti-Semitism. Yep. No no question. No question about that. When it comes to anti-Semitism and other. Uh, racist incidents, a lot of it, uh, 60% of the people who are, who experience it are being targeted because of race. That seems to be the yeah. number one thing. Yeah, the driver under the FBI statistics that they've been keeping for a long time, uh, race is d- d- very much taken the brunt of it, and African Americans and blacks have um, suffered the worst, uh, being targeted the most yeah. uh, for hate crimes. Mr. Scott Levin, the Mountain State's Regional Director of the Anti-Defamation League. Our focus is the alarming trend of increasing hate crimes in the region and insight on what we can do to reverse that trend. He will continue with us on our next edition. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Get vaccinated for yourself and your family's health. Mask up and keep your distance when going out. And we do appreciate you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.